It's dust all the way from Bahrain. My man, why not? Peace was good as why not? You're listening to the Dukai Show. Welcome to your tribe. You'll check it out. A whole new generation of young people today who belong nowhere. But I prefer to be an outcast. Third culture kids where the concept of the Dukan is the, the corner shop or the top We are live outside. Hey, yo, what's up, people? What up, nation? It's a revolution of expression. You tuned into the Dukan show. Stay tuned in. Arab digital generation is shaping their identity, their creative expression, and their future. So please give a very warm welcome. The Dukan. Welcome to your tribe. I love when like people come to town and I get to show them like our little world because it's really unusual. It starts with a trip to Mamzar. It started with a trip to Mamzar. <laughs> we to pick them up from the airport and we took them to Mamzar for Paratha and yeah. Karak. <laughs> yeah. Yo, bro. Is it what time was it? Like Paratha? midnight? She had to. It was Yo, good. Uh, yeah, it was like around midnight or one. We went standard. Right. Karak Zafran. Standard. All right. Which saffron is tea. saffron tea. And we got three. Four. Uh, Four, uh, three, four parathas each. Reem had one. And then I, had one. I had three. Yeah, yeah Tony had three. Dope. I had three. I, I remember yeah. asking you guys if it's okay if I ate all of them. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, are these so all for me? Good, yeah. Hot sauce. Yeah, you know, come on. It's dope. Man. We have to, you know, welcome him. Yeah, um, and then I, t- I was telling him today about the Charger food tour. So we, we made we this up. We tell people about happened. it. We've never done it. <laughs> so it's a lie at the moment. But we I'm willing to bring it to life. But he's only here for, you're only here for like four Six, seven days. Yeah, six days. that's not a long time. There's so much stuff to do in this town. All right. Like, I'll it's so free. fun. But it's great because you came in the stay busiest longer. weekend of yeah, the year. Yeah, come through. Like, it is the busiest weekend of the year, right? You got so and you got uh, Vid, Vid DXB. Please so. don't shout out Vid DXB. Don't. <laughs> I'm not Oops. shouting them out, but like, why are they on the same weekend? Like, someone did not do their homework. Because someone didn't do their homework. They, are they trying to huh? compete? Is that what it is? Oh, and there's a, the film. Yo, and the film festival. The film festival runs for like three weeks. So, so like, okay. even if you don't make it, you, you don't, whatever, you can catch up. Yeah. Anyways, I'm I'm excited about Seoul. Of course, this is my third uh, time. Is it Are your third running? time now? Yeah. Well done. And Tony's first time? First time. So, my whole my whole thing, it, forget about Seoul. The commodification <laughs> of the peop- the things that people are passionate about in hip-hop culture. So, for example, you love breaking. I'm assuming you love breaking. Are you still in love with breaking? Of course, every day. Every day? How many years have you been breaking dust? Fifteen. Fifteen Maybe. years? Yeah. Yo. So I mean, there's something, there's something been... about this beard situation that breakers oh, by the way. and ex, ex-breakers ex uh, who turn educators have now. What are you talking <laughs> about? Little, oh, you mean the little the little yeah, thing? Yeah, style. It's, yeah, it yeah. shows your wisdom. You get, it gives wild. you something yeah, to yeah. stroke when you're thinking about yeah, something. Yeah, it says I'm a people with wisdom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. No, but how long have you been breaking, Tony? <laughs> oh, my God. 22, 23 years. Wow, yeah. So, I mean, in your own right, like, you guys are starting... Are you only now starting to figure out your language? Like, as breakers? Like... It's a constant journey, I think. Yeah? I don't think I figured it out completely yet. Okay. No. Can we address that this is probably Reem's favorite episode? Uh, Reem's got two B-Boys in the I room. I just want to let everyone know. Here I have go. a deep love for B-Boys, okay? Dusty doesn't know this, so it's going to be awkward. Now you've made it now. awkward. <laughs> now, now, like, now you're I made gotta it go, awkward. Actually, oh. I no, I have a... So I got practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First of all, I donated my vine, all the vinyl in the world to the B-Boys of this, of, this, uh, of this industry. No, I think what it is is that I love the practice. I love the culture. I grew up in the culture, mm. you know? Um, but it's also the culture, and I was talking to Tony about this last night, the culture has each one teach one. It's a built-in yes, apprenticeship I model. Agree. Which, what other culture has that with so None. deeply embedded, you know? 
which pillar has that so deeply embedded? So, anyways, we have I, that here. Not as much. Yeah. Where in, in, in Arab culture, we have it in Arab we culture. We do. Um, the idea of always taking someone and trying to help them out and even teach one kind of concept, yeah. it's not necessarily being practiced well, and I agree to that. But culturally, that has always been there, and and. And sort of this Arab state of always pass it forward and pass it to the next generation yeah. and the next person. And I, but um, that's, but the thing about it is that we do that as Arabs to other Arabs, right? Yeah. Like, but this is b-boy. Or you do it like, just to your family. B-boy kind of expands that beyond. Like you could be, you know, like Tony, but then spend time in Italy or in Tokyo teaching kids, right? Yeah. And I yeah. think that's the difference. So tell us where you are now in like the trajectory of your b-boy career. Like, where are you? What's what's all this mess about? That's a good question. I'm in an interesting spot right now, I think, and I'm trying to figure it out at the same time. Mm. What spot is that? Uh, I'm kind of transitioning from the me to the we at this point. Mm. Okay. I want to start putting on people to things. I want to start helping younger b-boys to develop their craft a little bit better be a little more professional in terms of like being out in the world because right now there's a big movement with breaking there's always been yeah but it's getting bigger and bigger each time right and and I think it's important that they understand the power of the cultural side of what they're doing versus yeah. like you know just being these sporty dudes that are just running mm -hmm. around the world do, do you, is, is, that's part of your teachings yeah, I, I tr okay. well, I try to get that across. I think I try to I try to show the artistry in breaking more than anything, and mm -hmm. I, I'm really trying to push that because I feel like, um, I mean, B boys were the, like the first people in hip hop that I really met, and they were like the most cultural, like cult yeah. just like pe well traveled. You know what I mean? They they were in, into all this stuff, like just beyond like. Why is that? I think it was a time too, and it's the particular b boys I've met. I mean, Rocksteady was like, I mean, they were, they were worldwide yeah. already. By the time I met them, it was in the '90s. They already yeah. traveled the world from. They the were 80s. already about. But the thing is, you even know? till this day, like any b boy I meet, they tend to be incredibly cultured, whether in understanding the art and the craft of it, and like if they have. They've, this, if they've practiced for a while, like it takes mm, you a mm. little bit. Because like to my, get, yeah, my takes some like, time. You in front know, of like, the depan spinning on your head and doing no, that stuff, you didn't get cultured in any no, way, shape, or form. My benchmark is people like Dust and um, yeah, the yeah. other guys around town, and like I see what you guys are doing, and they're they speak hip hop in such an educational space yeah. all the time, yeah. constantly, mm -hmm. and I was always fascinated by that because it is true, like. You saying it now kind of rings truth that b-boys tend to be the most cultured. Yeah, there's something about being connected to your body mm. that changes it. You know, I'm not really sure if uh, there are enough MCs, DJs, or, or writers that are connected to it on a physical level as we have to be. Yeah. In our art form, like it's yeah. just it calls for that. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm sure they get to that point at some at some point. You get to this like very. Um, meditative. meditative way of spraying yeah. and stuff like that for sure but like but that's still movement that's exactly. the thing and that's the thing, the thing about, about movement yeah exactly. it is the, that's the thing yeah. about movement right yeah. and like I think that uh, especially with the writers the writers have that rhythmic movement that becomes their language or their style mm -hmm. um, the way that they curve the way that they all of that mm -hmm. stuff becomes their language um, but what I find interesting about breakers and I see that in you guys is that um, you you have to pray in that way. Do you know what I mean? Like you have to shut your brains off and go to so this no. place. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So do you think about things like dust? Like do you think about 
What do you think about when you're like... When I'm dancing? Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a canvas. It's a canvas. Yeah, like, it's, it's blank, you know, just go all out. That's you know? dope. I love when I meet b-boys who've been doing the, like, doing the, doing the, like, practicing the craft for more than 10 years. Because something happens to you guys at the 10-year mark. Mm. I don't know what happens, but you become, you like... You level up. You level up. That's what it is. You get that, like, mushroom. Like Mario. Like, yeah, <laughs> one up. That's uh, it. So what happened? Like, what? How do you level up? And why? Why did you stay? Because that's when some b boys just are like, "Yo, I'm beat. I'm done. My bones hurt, and I'm out." Yeah. Why did you stay, Tony? That's a good question. I don't know. Why did you stay, Tony? I can't really answer that one. You can't. I just, I just did. Yeah. And it's so crazy because the beginning was more of a struggle. Explain the struggle. Struggle just in, in general. I mean, you choose b-boying as a lifestyle. For one, it's physically challenging. For two, it's uh, financially not stable. Yeah. You know, um, being in America without insurance for your body and you're constantly putting yourself at risk is uh, not smart. No, that's true. You know what I mean? But wait, so, so how like, do b-boy, like, so you, how do you do the insurance thing right you now? You don't. Like, you don't. You just pay for everything if you got to. No, you if just you get, don't get it fixed. Are you kidding me? See that? Let it heal on that's its own. That's one. I could show you 10 other no, injuries thanks. that I have you um, don't want to look at. No, because then I'm going to, like, want to, like, <laughs> take care of so you. all 10 have not been looked at. <laughs> yeah. All 10 have not been looked at. Uh, most of my injuries have never been fixed, no. Yo, man. That's... <laughs> <laughs> and you just tape them together and that's it you like run live, keep live them your over life. you yeah. really do level up I'll put some olive years. oil on it and hope that <laughs> that's such an <laughs> Italian <laughs> thing to do you like put olive oil on it I go to my mother you know you go to your mom yeah, home remedies yeah mm -hmm. and what does she say she doesn't say go to the hospital like, like of course she will but yeah. no just you know massage it say your prayers okay well you know what I have a lot of respect for that I, I run to the do the doctor and I have a very good relationship, <laughs> but I think it's much more like because you guys are you take so you take a beating like you guys yeah. take a real beating and you're is always is there a hack to it like is there a life hack to like being to get to like, that so for example before you do your little windmills or like well, a coin drop or whatever now that's the thing yeah you know, my you generation wasn't necessarily we, we weren't my, the guys i was like growing up with never conditioned never oh, we don't even up. stretch we just jump into we just it. get into it and then that's it then you go home you know and then <laughs> you and then wake up and like, in the morning <laughs> yeah. yeah it's crazy so now who is leading kind of the front like the the the, the fray and teaching b-boys to protect their bodies it's a mix of people it's people that have you know stuck with it you know who are older now like you know you have people like legs and storm who are you know older dancers who have who are still dancing yeah so like they they're the example you yeah. know but the thing is like that's the only example we have there has never been an older b-boy yeah that, right. that is known that is out here like that like yeah. we are the just first generation of those b-boys you know, and I say we because like those people are still here. Like yes. we haven't seen exactly. a cycle you, you yet. You haven't seen a cycle. This is yet. the beginning. So but, it's just like it's so young. Hip hop ain't even that old. Yeah, you know? and I think that that's what's amazing as as we're trying to build our culture here. Like Ot and I are very conscious about the culture that we're trying to figure out and trying to build here. Mm -hmm. um, we see. I we think of succession. 
Yeah. We're like, what's going to happen when what's we're next? 90? Like, what's going to happen when I'm 90? Right. Who's going to who's gonna start talking about our tribe and our, yeah. our culture and our... Mm-hmm. Yeah, who cares when you're about 90, it? when you're gone, who's, who's going to take it on? Yo, right. I'm never going away. Speak for yourself. Anyway, mm. the point... Legends never <laughs> die, <laughs> sir. Legends never die. Good, sir. Legends never <laughs> die. Anyways, no, but I'm, I agree with you. I think that when mm. you are able to look at the legends and say, what do I do? You're still in growth phase. But like then, even story. then, your legends are a call away. They're around. Absolutely. They're a DM. Not everybody has access. Yeah, but not everybody has direct access <laughs> no. like that, yes. you know, unfortunately. But but then it's up to, like, you know, people like myself or other people to to, to be more accessible, you know. And, it's a, it, again, it's a choice to do that. Uh, not everybody does that. There's yeah. a lot of people who just rather not, you know, or don't don't feel like they need to contribute in any other way than what they're already doing and that's fine you know but yeah it depends on the person yeah, yeah but enough. that's especially the point like for me uh, i remember it was so interesting my introduction to this to what to b-boy culture was in school like i wasn't even in high school uh, i was we we're talking about it earlier mm-hmm. so spiky and them so this was this is the charger world spiky Where this is, is the charger world of b-boy Where is that? right boom it's still there I moved up in life. He's still in charge. <laughs> 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 yeah, bring him through. That's how you do it. Tell him to come through. Tell him to come through. I haven't and seen him in a while. Back then, we had the, so there's, I think it was the Holiday Inn or something, and it had this, like, to, from the road to get to the hotel is like this, this little, like, forest that the hotel people built or something. Yeah, yeah. So the guys used like to, like, greening. hide in one of the corners. Okay. And set up a cardboard and a boombox and just people, you know? And I used to go swimming at a space, uh, uh, at a different space in charge next to that where we used to go for learn how to swim and I used to pass by and see how these guys how old were you how old were you 10 11 okay and I'd pass by and I'd see these guys I'm like oh, this music is cool what are they doing and I used to go like hang out with them and like try to get into it and the thing is I remember they're like yeah we're here like 7 8 o'clock but they're never there they're always late and I'm just sitting there on my own after swimming. Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> yeah, you're like, called the last waiting for B-Boys. That's been the... Yo. And so began the and trajectory so, of waiting for see, B-Boys. See, I was intelligent enough to realize <laughs> their tardiness, and I stopped showing up. <laughs> I think... Yeah. No, I... I you, but you fall in love with it when I you did. Started. And then... Yeah. The part where it kind of took it to the next level was Dare City Center days. There's this little mall we used to hang out at. And that's, you know, the mall stories where you'd go to McDonald's Girls there, and it was like, you know, we were still in school. The Arab like, world is really founded, I think, yeah. in, in malls. Uh, yeah, like, right? It's cold. It's, it's cold it. in the mall. It's hot outside. So yeah, right. So you hang out there. In there. Yeah. And what used to happen was, you know, the cool kids would hang out by the cinema area or whatever, and then you go downstairs, and you had the B-Boys there. Nice. And what was interesting is that you always had an older cousin with a car. If you grew up in, in the UAE, <laughs> you had an older cousin with a car who had, like, the most banging sound system. Yeah. So they'd come, they'd park their car downstairs, open the doors, music on full volume, and all the B-boys would come out of the woodwork. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember that. That's the yeah. same. Well, it's different in Toronto because, obviously, Toronto was, like, there was there was a history in Toronto. And there yeah. was a very deep history of B-boying in yeah. Toronto. Here it's adopted. And it, it's adopted, adopted here, yeah. yeah. Like because it, it's New York not, wasn't too far from Toronto. No. Um, like, we, it wasn't, it, it wasn't the organic growth that you got, that, you know, you had in New York or in different parts of the U.S. or in Toronto where, you know, just the guys were learning from it. Here it was adopted. You saw it on a, a DVD. You saw it on a, on a VHS. Someone is showing it to you. Like, how France became amazing uh, at B-boying at some point they're winning championships was because they got access to VHS tapes of American B-boys 
but because of the difference in speed, I think NTSC versus PAL, the videos played faster. That's so funny. You have to tell Omar this story. So when French people started learning how to b-boy, they're basing it on the true? speed is they're watching true? on a is tape. Because of Yo, the conversion? I had, I had, like, French b-boys break this down to me. They're like, this is why we're, we, we were That's doing wild. good. That's so that funny. Makes sense. And, uh, what, is this, so is this why... You're slower, is that what <laughs> Oh my god, no. it depends on the song. The oh, yeah, song, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Just following the rhythms. Who taught you? Who taught me? Yeah, oh my gosh, I have a long list. Where did it start? Uh, started with um, man, if I could remember, it started with seeing it first. I saw it first around Christmas time, done in the street. The year is. 94. 94. And, um, yeah, I just, it, I'm pretty sure it was the Breeze team. Okay. Was the name of the, of the street hitting crew that, that I was watching. And, uh, and I wasn't taught by them, but I, I, I consider that to, anything I observe, I consider it to be teaching, right? If yeah. you, if you publicly like do something, you're already putting it out there for someone to mm-hmm. either follow or see. And, and, you know, that's an example you, you're setting. Basically. I completely agree. Yeah. So that's why the list is long for me. You know yeah. what I mean? But the, the first person actually like, actually be like, look, this is a move. This is something was crazy legs. Oh, okay. Um, and then I had like a local crew called Rock with Finesse that was like from New Jersey, and and they put a lot of time into me and that that whole crew. I mean, from Odie, Donald, Mike, uh, um, the whole squad was just like Sweepy. This is Sweet P, not Sweepy from Rocksteady <laughs> Sweepy. Like people get them confused they, yeah. sometimes. Um, Kaihan was a major help for me. He's from Turkey, actually. Um, he used to write rest too, but these these guys were like also into other things, and that's what was dope. When so you say like my what, what other things? Graph, like he, you know, uh, rest was was a writer, so he was like, he would always put like a, a notebook in front of me. He's like, let me see something, and I oh, didn't no know way. nothing yet. I didn't know how to write yeah. yet. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, hey, even a straight letter, I didn't even know what that meant, you know. And I would just scribble on the paper or whatever, but um. But I, similar story though to you know to Dust, I was popping first also. Okay. But I think I got that from television, just catching stuff on TV, and that must have been a mixture of like it was the '90s Soul Train I was watching, so mm-hmm. I wasn't watching '70s style Soul Train, but they still had the Soul Train line, and I actually seen B-Boy Ivan on there, um, and he was on there in the '90s. There was other other street dancers. Um, I would also say Def Comedy Jam yeah. had dancing on it that I caught Old School Wednesdays on BET was something that I saw music videos so like the first one that really got to me was the Planet Rock video okay. and they got oh, yeah. that old footage of Rocksteady on there Battle and Dynamic which is crazy I mean yeah I mean that was like that got me because I've seen Breaking like for sure on TV and stuff and they usually show it in like slow motion you know like when, when I saw the um, the um, which one is it it's uh Quick step and legs, and they in the um, the Chief Rocker video. Okay. A lot of that's in slow motion. Mm-hmm. Like they look fresh as hell. They're wearing like legs got the all red sweatsuit with the red pumas. I'm like, this is tight. <laughs> like it looks yeah. dope as hell. But like they're not. You're not seeing it in real time. Yeah. Basically. When I saw the Planet Rock video, and and that one's interesting too because I shot that in film, so most likely it was sped up a little bit as well. Mm. 
right? But they're going off. Yeah. I mean, it's like spin, jump, boom, swap, boom. Like that's when yeah. I was like, what? is that because i was like it's a similar looking stuff but it's it's like it doesn't look like that it doesn't look like that Mm -hmm. and then when i finally saw like a full throwdown was when i went to the bronx and i went to this thing called the breakbeats which was like an event that rock said do once a month and i seen a full throwdown in front of me i was like damn that's that energy that's 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 it it. that was that's what i was watching in that video was that energy Mm -hmm. and i couldn't explain what that was but i got it like i was like yeah. yeah, I was like, that's... I get that. That was like the first time I saw Thabit. Thabit? Thabit? Thabit, Thabit. The only one. <laughs> There's three brothers that used to be boy together. They were known as the... They called themselves the SWAT crew. SWAT crew. <laughs> yeah. SWAT you remember crew. the SWAT crew? Thabit, Waheed, Delamine. Yo, the names are so yeah. sick, though. Yeah. And they're like... <laughs> they got it. But it's so interesting because, like, Thabit was the only one that was, like, very academic in life out of the brothers. Yeah. Right? I mm-hmm. felt like he was about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, like, back then, so, because I know we were talking about Soul, so to take it back before Soul, I was telling Tony about this, uh, what was it, last night or today as well, we're talking, we're like, we had the Adidas street ball. Oh, yeah. There was mm-hmm. a Pepsi street ball. This was around, you know, 94, 97, and we had these different events, and, like, that was about Reem's size. Like, he's 4'10", 4'11". Yeah, or I look at him in the eye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and that was the first time I saw a windmill. I'm like, Wow! Yeah. What is he doing? No, I, what yeah. is this, right? Little dudes like, fly, bro. You fall yeah. in love with it, you fall in love with the dynamism of it. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember the first time, it, like Dizzy, the Supernaturals were were they were just everywhere sure, where I was for some yeah. reason in Toronto. No and Dizzy was, I don't know what it was. He was in a moment where he decided he was going to carry B boying, and he was, I don't know what it was. He, 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 I just knew when you watched him, he there was. A few weeks, and then you looked over, and you're like, "Oh, he changed. Something about him changed." Mm. And I, what's great about B boys is that they live their um, journey on the outside. Mm. All of you guys live on it. When your heart's broken, we know. When it like, comes oh, out. It all You'll comes out. I love it's it. All on the dance floor. <laughs> it, I love it's it. On, if yeah. you understand it, it's you in the body, it. man. Yeah, we it we is. expressing that. Hardcore. Yeah, and I, I love that, and I yeah. think that that was the Supernaturals were really the first introduction. Um, to and I knew she bang, which was like a female, the mm-hmm. female like breaking crew. Is that um, the one with surface was part? No, of? no, she no. was from Montreal, which was another crew. Okay. But it doesn't really matter because it was like there was in all we were all in different parts of the world, but we were somehow experiencing similar right? things, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, which indicates how the culture has kind of disseminated yeah. throughout and the world very quickly. And this is a time pre-internet. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was a time. Yeah, it's still yeah. like yeah. it got across the world. It was starting to so sprinkle fast. out. You yeah. know what I mean? People were just yeah. starting to get hip to it. So. Yeah. yeah, like I remember Salah, who was like mm. all over our TVs and like <laughs> communicate. Like everybody was like that guy that mm-hmm. was dancing. Who you've seen his stuff like way back? I think it's Moroccan, right? Yeah. Moroccan, French, or something. Yeah. And then like he was like the to us like. Oh, like that Arab that kind of that Arab made that made it that Arab that, that, made, that, that made it man. yeah yeah you know, so everybody looked yeah. to that but I, yeah I still yeah. see him I still see him as a pioneer in yeah. like in a lot of ways because yeah. a lot of people would not have been exposed to no, the no cult- way. like our Arab culture without how you know yeah. how else the, the yeah, whole point like, is then, being subversive you've got to yeah, get yeah but then later Lilou <laughs> coming out with the a Muslim don't panic shirt yeah yeah like you had all these different statements they meant a lot more yeah they meant a lot more to you I guess because you were in this space yeah because in toronto those didn't really 
pull triggers for me until yeah. I, until nine eleven. Yeah, they didn't pull triggers for me. Yeah, for you us know? it did. It's like these so, were statements somebody's making for for you. Yeah, I, yeah. Did, I dig that. Yeah. I dig that. And so where now? Like I see a lot of the the b boys that are like, oh, do you have a name for yourself? These guys that have been, do you do you have a way to like separate guys who are um, in the industry for a very long time who do it as a professional uh, professionally, or are you just all b boys? You know, because I mean, in every in every industry, if you will, there there's are a, there's, a, there's a designation. Yeah. You go move up, you move up, you level up. Mm. Yeah, I think people will give you a certain title after a while. What kind of a title? OG is usually yeah. the one you're aiming for, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But like, you yeah. know, yeah. I got that title way too early. You feel what? What does that mean? Way too early? Because it's like you're killing me off already. Oh, so you felt like, <laughs> like but they decided. Yeah, that's a good point. They but that's also a Philly thing. Like, if you're five years older than somebody, you their old head. Like, yeah. I'm like, how? Yeah. I'm only five years older than you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but five years between like five years and five years in a young community. The, but that, but just in like in in b boy life, it's like dog years. Yeah, man. Mm. Because in five it years, is. think about it. Because right? yeah, like for like for example, I tell the story all the time. Like when I started breaking, I was I went for a good four years or so, and then I thought I was done. Mm. You you were gonna give up? Well, not give Tired. up. Just stop. You know when breaks after 20 something like there's just no there wasn't a vision for that at, yeah. at, in my time like I was just like oh you're done you know you go do something else like your time is <laughs> that's it <You're> done. <laughs> nobody's old <laughs> b-boy you job. know what I'm saying yeah it was cause it was a youth culture right yeah. so it's like you don't look past that you know you go do real life stuff after that supposedly mm. right but then it's like but then I start seeing my mentors continue yeah and it confused me at first. So were you hate like not hating? Were you like this? this I OG? was slightly just like I don't know no, how no, I feel not. about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to see a thirty-year-old man touch the floor. You know. You, dig? you know what I <laughs> mean? Like I'm just like mm, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like. And how long are you gonna wear like you know that clothes? Actually, it's funny because like we. It, it's, I'm gonna tell this story, but it's funny. Mr. Wiggle, we were in Switzerland, like. I don't know, it was maybe seven or eight years ago. And this young kid was like always like hitting up Wiggs, like, yo, I want to interview, I want to interview you. And Wiggs was like, nah. And then finally he was like, all right, yo. Yeah. <laughs> so he sat down. The question that this kid came up with was, how old are you? And Wiggs didn't answer. And then he was like, let's just say I'm past my 40s. So the kid was like, so how does it feel to wear kids to wear kids clothes after? No. It's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, oh my right god. For the kid went for Yo, the kill. Wiggles' face was like. Oh. So is hilarious. there is there an insecurity about being an older b boy? I don't know. I don't. Are you? Are you? I don't know. Like I said, this is the first time we're seeing this. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like we're all There's going no through book. it. But, there is no rule book, and it's being set now. You know, yeah. things are actually being set now. You know, which is why, like, when I, when I, like, um, for example, again, I'm going back to the slides and socks situation. By the way. It's not a b-boy thing. <laughs> no, that's you know an NBA thing. But, like, I walk into thing, events, I, I talk with sandals on my feet. And people are like, are you crazy? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's, like, to me, it's like I protect my feet. Yeah. I'm breaking past the age of 30 now. Yeah. I need to spread my toes out. Yeah. You know, I can't keep banging my feet into the ground if I want to continue. So like my lifestyle changes based on my situation, my necessity 
to, to, you know, keep my legs as strong as they can go, keep my feet in order so I can continue to break, you know, as long as I can. It's like, so things got to change. Things I got to start change. eating differently, you know. I'm not going to sit down and drink a 40 with you now. Yeah. yeah, I can't because yeah. I'm not gonna get up the next day, like at <laughs> all. We don't, we don't rebound. I can't even. As, no, I can't no, even get up. You don't bounce back. You don't bounce back at all. There's no bounce back now. So yeah. it's like things change, like, yeah. and and it changes with, you know, and and the younger generation doesn't necessarily understand that yet, you know, because they they have the image of what they think it is, and then they're gonna either tell you that you're you're not real anymore, or all these things are gonna happen. You know what I mean? And it's fine. Like I'm cool with it because like I just laugh at it because I'm mm. like, you don't know, young boy, you ain't done this long enough yet. Yeah. And I'm looking at my old heads that looking looked at me the same way. Yeah, exactly. I used to look at them the and be like, thing. come on, yeah. dog. Like really? <laughs> you gonna wear? Uh, what was it like? Um, you're going to wear stuff that's dry fit? Get, get out of here. What are you, retarded? Like, that ain't real. You know, and they're going to tell me, well, listen, you know, I got to teach 20 classes this week, and I can't walk around with a stinky-ass cotton Adidas T-shirt. Yeah, there fair enough. And, you know. like, I didn't get that, you know what I mean? I think, nah, I get it. <laughs> I think that's a part of, like like we said, the culture growing into itself. Right. Because that's, if we're, if, if it is an institution, like, we call it an institution, we say, you know, you, you, you come into it, you learn it, you level up in it, and eventually you teach it, you master it. Um, it has to, you have to go through it. And that yeah. means you have to generationally go through it. Mm. I get that, because like earlier you are talking about <laughs> learning by watching, right? Yeah. And that, that, that passive learning, I'm a big fan of. Like, I would sit and study someone long enough to know exactly how they do what they do. Yeah. Mm. Right? And like some, it's something I've always been proud of that I'm able to learn that very, very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also there's learning through ex, through exercise, i.e. things like mathematics. There's no way you're gonna figure it out if you don't actually sit yeah, and do it yourself. Yeah, I do it. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So for me, when I got into hip hop culture, generally, I had to play in everything. So when I can, for example, if I can talk to an MC and tell him, oh, you know, I'm feeling this, at least I can be like, I tried to see how that process goes to sit and write. You, you, know, you know what's know? interesting, though, mm-hmm. and this is something that I know about your story, Tony, is that in, guys have to prove themselves in hip-hop culture. Mm-hmm. Yes. When you enter the culture, like, girls are, like, the door's wide open. I, I feel like for women, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, the door's wide open for you. You're welcome to come in. You're welcome. Because to, it's such a rarity of it, you, you know, know what I mean? Okay. But, so, and but, and that. some of us want women to be around. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like the the way b boying is going right now, it's just too many guys. But so how how did how did you prove yourself? Because you were in Philly, were you? Yeah, mostly in Philly. So how Started do you, in, Tony, Italian Tony, prove yourself in the world? Of <laughs> no, I mean it. Like, I just wow, don't give a I got <laughs> most of my respect came from not giving. <laughs> Really, really. I just didn't care because there this is go. the nineties. Dude, I used man. to walk. Well, if if you guys know about Philly, especially being around like Southwest Philly, yeah. West Philadelphia, being a white dude walking around the neighborhood, they're like, "Is this guy serious?" Mm. That's that's And my especially point. the way that I did, because my <laughs> would be out. Not yeah. My <laughs> like I, my jewelry would be out. Oh wow. Okay. And I don't. No problem. I'm walking down the okay, street. Okay. So like, why are you so fearless? Because if or it's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's not carelessness. I thought about that, actually. But I'm very aware of what I'm doing. 
I'm very aware of what I'm doing. And I do it because I don't want to be told that I can't do something. I think that's a bad way to live. Yeah. So if someone goes, don't walk down that street, I'm the first one to walk down that street because I'm like, well, what's the, what, what what's is the it worst about this street? Yeah. yeah, and I've got held at a gunpoint a few times mm. and robbed. In Philly? And I'm like, here, take my sh you know? And I'm like, cool, I'm going to make it back tomorrow. But go ahead, do what you got to do with that. So, and, and so think, when you're held at gunpoint, do you, you know feel I mean? resistance or rebellion, or do you feel your blood rush? Nah, I, I mean, of course. I mean, it's a it's a high risk situation. So you're gonna. It's not yeah. like you're not like. Uh, is he gonna pull the trigger? You know, you don't thinking about. You don't I mean, the kid was more nervous than me. He's a oh, so like. No. He's a kid too. Like the first time it happened, this kid had to be 14 or something. But it's like. You can't do nothing about that, and when it happens, it happens, and I'm, I'm like, this could very well be my last time. I yeah. think about the same time, every time I get into uh, an airplane, that could happen. You know what I mean? If I live my life in fear, I wouldn't do anything. Yeah. And that's how I always thought about it, you know? And it's the same, I, I feel like breaking is a high-risk situation, and <laughs> everything's a yeah. high-risk situation, you know? And but you just got to go into that. it fearless. Yeah. If you don't, then, you know, yeah, breaking has taught, I think breaking has taught me that. Yeah. Because even the environment already was like, holy sh I mean, I walk in there, probably one of the only white people in most situations, and I already knew they looked at me like, oh, What no. are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. This dude don't belong here. Yeah, you know? but it's and not I'm like, like that. I know. You're, you're, you're like a massive target. You're, got, you're like a, a bullseye. A target, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So how do yeah. you prove yourself in... Skills. That's the only way, and I realized you that. You live up to it. You have to be yeah, undeniable. you gotta be down. And yeah. if you ain't down, you're just not. That's it. Just not. That's the thing. <laughs> you're like, in the outside of the to, circle. Yeah. It's, it's, to yeah. Go, I think it's get, get, gaining the respect of the OGs in that space. Yeah. Right. And you got and it's your skills. You bring it. You keep bringing it until they be like, you know what? You're all right. You know. Mm -hmm. That's the idea of getting into a fight with the bully. They beat you up, and you're expected to stay down, but you keep standing up. I they totally beat you up again, and you stand up again. And I see that as more of a life metaphor. I've never actually punched anyone life, in my life. Exactly. <laughs> I've actually. But, is, I've but never, everything's a battle. I've never I mean, look at business. I don't, it you is. Know. You know, business it is. is the same thing. That. Anything yeah. you want to get involved with, people are not willing to open the doors for you immediately. Agree. You always have to prove yourself in most situations. Yeah. I mean, you want to go forward in life. People already have that spot. You're gunning for the spot. They're not going to let you have it so easily. That's just what it is. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> you know? And and I remember. Uh, David said this once to me, and I, I realized that it's like it's very true across the board when it comes to B world culture. It's, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're the new guy in a crew, you go in a circle first, right, or something. No, sometimes, yeah, sometimes they'll first. hold you back. It depends on the the you know the values. Some, the some crews that, are very loving. Some yeah, crews are very like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, like you got to show skill, no matter what, right? Yeah. And it's not a sport where you got people there with you. Look. If you're just you go there, you gotta prove yourself, <laughs> and that allows you to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. We were talking mm, about this right? because in the right now in our in our culture, like in this part of the world, we don't have something like def, like in Toronto. If you got on stage and you are a stand-up comedian mm. and you sucked, Ooh. you got That's booed off one. the stage, yeah. and yeah. you you pick up your dignity or whatever's left of it, and, and you, you come it. back next and you week. Do it yeah. again. Do you know what I mean? Do it again and again. Yeah. And then, Hopefully, better ones. Yeah, and then everybody. <laughs> knows you can come back yeah. so they booed you off but you know they know yeah, you can you come, come back, back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and then if you sang terribly you get booed off the stage over here we're so hungry for someone to just do something so you don't call them out you know uh, yeah i would never yeah. i would never and then what happens to quality what yeah. happens to craft yeah. what yeah, happens yeah. to do you yeah. get what i mean yeah, and, and then yeah, that yeah. became the for question sure. because if i don't have if you don't have enough artists or you don't have enough people putting it out there yeah 
Quality is not a concern. Let's Using just get people. it out there. Like, yeah. Quality control you know, need, but, needs to happen more yeah. often. And Thank a lot you. of people call that tough love. I don't consider that to be tough love. It's mm. not. It's just saying, like, hey, look, your, your stuff ain't up to par yet. That's you it. Know? Philly has a very, has a great quality control. How do you, how do you filter? Great. How does Philly filter out? Honestly, they just don't show any type of emotion. That's terrible. And if I they go like there. this, they're like, that was dope. That means that. But like, yo, because I've been to concerts and like, uh, literally, like people will be on stage performing, going like, "Are you? Do you guys like any?" Why? What is it? Like, you like, said it yesterday <laughs> when we were talking. You said like, <laughs> they just like, their yeah, head. keep going, they, dog. I like this. Yeah, it's yeah, like you know. desert life. It's like desert lifestyle. Like yeah. it keeps you like really chill. Like well, because everybody in the audience is an artist, and that's the difference. Yeah. So I think, now you're sometimes. being critiqued. You are off the bat. The minute you walk oh, it's kind of like when a DJ walks into a club and then the other DJ starts flexing exactly. his skills. Yeah, dude, they're already they're, the criticism is yeah, already on. Like, they're I just waiting. Yeah. From my peers, I don't mind. We battle with giants. If you're a giant, you battle with giants, and it's good for you. But we don't see enough of it though. Here we don't. Yeah. Like I said, that's what I feel like. You if don't. you can squeak out a tune, you like. Platinum signing you right now. <laughs> like, we got your music you know, video already. Right, I got you. I got we're you. working on it. You know, and I think that's part of it. We were talking about this yesterday. It's like artist development and what that means. First, you have to find an artist that you can develop and then put them Who's going to find the artist to sit and develop them? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But what I'm trying concern. to say is like, what I'm trying to say is that hole that you just identified, yeah. that's a hole in our market, a real hole in our market. Yeah. And... I'm not afraid to say, like, I know the talent's here. I just, I, I, I don't know how to get it where we it know needs them, to go. Uh, we know all of them on a first name, first yeah. hand basis. Like, like that should be able to pay his bills, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. No but that's the thing. You pick up the phone <laughs> yeah. and you call him, right? Like, yeah. Beam was asking, hey, I need B-Boys for video. I was like, oh, here, Dust. Remember yeah, I hit him? I was like, hey, yeah. listen, that's we got it. a video. You want to do it? Direct and I say you booking. Dust contest. Right? No, <laughs> but, but this is what I'm saying is like after that's my video, I didn't hire you for anything else because there was nothing else. Do you yeah. get what I mean? Yeah. And I think that there's a part of me that feels like actually no. There so should be a circuit. Something. There should be a, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm See, but like, all right, that's a, that's a touchy situation too. Like, all right, for example, I lived, I lived in L.A. for two years. I didn't go to one audition. Yeah. Slightly egotistical self of mine mm. was also in LA. Because I was like, y'all know what I do. Oh, okay. Basically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. do I really need to audition? It's not saying that everyone should know me. Mm. But when you're, a, when you're a dancer and if you, you've done the dance for at least over 10 years, yeah. all of us know each other. There aren't okay. that many people that can All of us know make... each other, okay. especially if you circle. battle, yeah. like okay. enough. They I know agree. you, because yeah. you're the one to be taken out, basically, yeah. at one point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Someone wants to take you out. So if, they, if there's a call, they should know who to call. Yeah. Especially if you're in America. Mm-hmm. Like, in L.A., I'm like, y'all know who to call for a specific look or whatever it is that you want. Like, I know who to call. Y'all should know who to call, too. You yeah. Know? I agree completely. Over yeah. here, there just is a deficit of that kind of work. Yeah. There's just a pure deficit here. Yes. Like, but I also think, you know... I agree with what Tony's saying. At some point when someone, it's like this, if someone's invested 10 years into their craft and mm. they've done things many, many, many firsts, yeah. right? That person doesn't need to audition. No. I don't no, think I totally that person agree. needs to audition. Yeah. If you're just coming out of dance school, 
and you're trying to cut your teeth and you're trying to be professional and you're trying to get paid. Oh, you I'm gonna need do to 10 see auditions audition. a day. Do you get what no I mean? No doubt, yeah. But I think that that's where the disrespect happens in the right. dance community. But then the dance, but that person that's in that position can't can't show up like that though either. They gotta know their place too. They gotta too. know. They gotta yeah. know. It's just gotta be more like you're still showing up, you're still doing things, you're still part of the community. You know what I'm saying? But then when someone goes, "Yo, could you audition for me?" Then you look at them like, you <laughs> "Serious?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. And, that's and you it. keep it moving. You yeah. don't have to be like on oh, like yo. Yo, you should have called me because I'm the, you know, the best <laughs> one here. Are you kidding me? Like, you don't gotta be like that, but no. the, but it's just like, you know, you gotta carry yourself still and move it forward. And I think that message gets across way better when you're like that, as opposed to like thinking that you're on a high horse, you know, because you're not still, you're still not. You're, still, you're, 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 you're not in the be. you're in the position. It's like getting what you deserve, basically. Like yeah, we, yeah. we always, you know, are going for what we need. We're going for what we want, but we never really get what we deserve. Yeah. yeah, we never really do. That's true. You know what I mean? But you can't act like you're going to because you you may not. You may yeah. not. You just got to keep going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that's where we're at now. Yeah. Can you hear my stomach growling? Was okay, because that, that was that. I me? thought that was, that was the chair. Whoa, like I am dying. That might have been mine. No. <laughs> oh my. Or or dusty. It's dust. Um, uh, yeah. Is it, um, I'm gonna go get food. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Food it is. Food. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Stay tuned for the music mix episode dropping in a couple of days. This audio experience is powered by Toothless. Salam.